Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. What I wanted to say, Professor Dreg, was the idea that, um, you know, when we were talking about video games and Baltimore and all of that, that to tie it back to something that, that really spoke to me was the whole participation trophy, right? Say video games, we took the scores out, so now people are playing video games. You want to know also what that is? It's a form what? of socialism. Yeah, exactly. Now let's dive into that. Exactly. That's what I wanted to bring to the table. It's a form of socialism. No, no, you're exactly right. You know, you are exactly right. This is what so see because people think of socialism as only economics, no. but it's not social. That's why, like the same. Okay, I wanted to dive into this more because I have a lot to say on this, and I know you do too. But social Darwinism is a thing, just like socialism can exist outside of economics. Participation trophies. That is socialism. It is. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a part of the conditioning. They want you to be conditioned to just accept whatever comes your way. Whether it's bad or good, you accept it as something that you did not earn or you had no part in it. Like, seriously, like, like if something happens, uh, like, let's go back into Baltimore. Okay. You know, you got all those kids yeah. dying. And nobody cares because it's supposed to happen. It's literally, uh, that's like, you know who said it best? I think uh, um, Christopher Nolan wrote that in The Dark Knight. Uh, the Dark Knight, I believe. Yeah, I think it was The Dark Knight. Uh, he, and his character, uh, the Joker, literally mm -hmm. said that that it's supposed to be that way when uh, gangbangers get killed or somebody gets killed in a war nobody cares because that's how it's supposed to be wow wait but, no that that's right well, wow that just blew my mind yeah no no but the thing is that's what you have to do in order for socialism to work it people just honestly they i don't know why but well i, I got a theory why but socialism, the social conditioning, the social engineering in socialism is so bad. Like, I don't want to say evil, but because there's a better word to describe it other than evil. But for right now, I'll say evil because that's the only, because it's like uh, an emotional thing at this point. Because, um, you know, I, I've been reading Genesis and I met this lady the other day, a businesswoman. And I swear to God, this uh, she's not a socialist, even though she comes from Vietnam. That's a communist country. But but how she mm -hmm. does things is very... Uh, she's like a Christian If woman, she lives in America and she came uh, from Vietnam, chances are... they. No, no, if, no yeah, but she, what I'm saying is chances she, are she's not a socialist. A lot of Vietnamese people come here is because they were running away from that type of stuff. Yeah, well, no, but the, the funny thing is, it, it's she's in Vietnam, but she needs help. 
You know what I mean? Because I can't get into the details why, but so she needs help. And, uh, but in, in reality, she doesn't really need help. Uh, cause I already fixed the problem. Um, so anyway, but just talking to her was fascinating because she's super rich and the people around her, like her community all taken care of everybody works. So, and they're independent from okay. Vietnam. So the government still tries to mess with them, but then they just pay what's owed to them. Whether it's because there's a like in right now in Vietnam, uh, the Chinese, the Vietnamese uh-huh. leaders have been selling off to China, and the local Vietnamese don't like it. So, so there's like a big conflict going on there, and it's been going on for for a few years now. Uh, but anyway, so long story short, this lady kind of opened my eyes a little bit that uh socialism is social engineering in order to get the economic results that the people doing it want so i don't want to because because i i honestly don't know what makes these people so i'm just going to say like because i don't know and from an atheist point of view i'll say this if there's a devil i believe it's the people who are and, but because you know, because like you can't say dictator because these people aren't dictators. So, okay, so like there's certain things we got to explain. Like, what is regime? Because like Tulsi Gabbard's like running around talking about regime right. change wars, but that's not a real uh, definition. That's not a real thing. There's something called a proxy war. A proxy war is fought on behalf of a third party that's not involved in the actual fighting. And I'll call that person the devil. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the devil pulls the strings Hell behind, yeah. you know, like nobody knows, but behind closed doors, behind uh, when no mm-hmm. one's looking, this dude's pulling the strings of both sides, making them fight for his desired result. Called the deceiver for the so reason. The, well, see, but the only thing I know, especially talking to this lady, I believe, I mean, I, I, it's hard to believe that or it's hard to admit that she might be correct, but it's, it's like, well, she called them demons. <laughs> she goes that, that there's demons running around and they're the ones controlling all of these things and people pay attention and listen to these yeah. demons. And that's why, you know, she was saying like Vietnam is really messed up because the demons are running around and doing all these things. So, but anyway, so it hit me, <laughs> you know, I'm like, Venezuela, just, so, you know, socialism in itself, Venezuela is a mess because of their personal belief in socialism. And that's why they allowed it to happen, because they didn't understand what Jesus was talking about when he was talking about, you know, how the marketplace should be ran and 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 you gotta like everybody has to excuse me because i don't know the bible but i do remember this when i was six seven years old i was probably six uh because i was six i remember (laughs) so anyway so i was six years old i went to bible school right and uh so i remember the teacher was asking us well you know um I must also tell you the reason why this day sticks with me so much is because I was made fun out of that day. So the, the Sunday school teacher told me that day, I was like, Oh, you look so good. Wearing a because, suit. Uh, dressed in your Sunday yeah, best. Yeah, you're wearing yeah. a suit. 
And I was like yeah. the only dude in the suit because, you know, we had a little bit of money in, in the ghetto and whatnot. So, you know, I was the only guy in a suit. And then the, uh, and then the, uh, the boy, well, some boy, you know, some little kid, he goes, uh, he's in that suit every Sunday. He wears the same clothes all the time. <laughs> but that stuck with me. And then, of course, the, you know, the teacher stuck up and she stood up for me. And she said, uh, oh, but he still looks nice. And uh, but that made me feel bad because I'm thinking, crap, they know I wear the same. At least the other kids, they wore different outfits. But, you know, it was junky right. outfits, but at least they wore different. So anyway, but that always stuck with me. Anyway, but that same day, she she was asking us, so like, when you think of Jesus, what do you think? I didn't say anything. But the other kids were like, oh, he was kind. He was this. All these great positive things. And then the teacher goes, but does anybody ever think of, you know, Jesus being angry and mad? And then everybody, no, he would never be mad or angry. But then he goes, oh, no, Jesus was angry. And then she told the story about the money changers. And I, and I don't remember. Well, they were selling like, stuff specific. like almost like a, a flea market in the temple. And he cast them out because it's like, this is, you know, my father's house. It's a place of worship and all that. And you're selling stuff. Well, see, but here's my point. Like the reason why that story came up to me or why I remembered it was because there is a story or well, i mean there is a reason why that story was told or jesus got mad because jesus wanted us to be a certain way with capitalism and and we spoke about mm. this about how like my solution for venezuela would be very easy we don't need to do a proxy war we don't need a regime change we don't need any of that stuff what we need is to do a you know, because again, most conservatives will always believe in free markets and complete deregulations, but we can't have that. You got monopolies. Why? Yeah, yep. exactly. And, and, and forget about even monopolies. If we go unchecked with just straight capitalism, the weakest of the weak will be taken advantage of. And that's not what capitalism is supposed to do. Like this lady, I noticed how she's very, very giving. And uh, and my first thought was EB5, I could probably get a million bucks <laughs> off of her, open up a, a cool little bar or something like that. But, you know, this lady, she's very, she, she only does businesses that honestly help people. <laughs> and I'm thinking this is why this woman is so rich because – you know, she's really concerned about her people. Right. And she's taking care of her people and she's doing this and that. But then see now for blacks, you know, we don't care about, you know, anyone, let alone each other. You know what I mean? It's like, we don't care about each other. Not really. You know, we have that crime mentality when if somebody's doing good, we want to pull them down back Grabs to the, the bucket. Ghetto. That's right. <laughs> when one person gets out, they get made yeah, fun no, of and all that. It's real. Thing. Yeah, no, And we pull them yeah. down. Seriously. Like that's why I'm surprised. No one's really getting on Steph Curry that much because you know, like for some reason they leave him alone. Like everyone's leaving him alone. And uh, which is good. I mean, because, God, we got to stop with that crime mentality. But anyway, so but in Venezuela, the people who have been in charge, whether it was Hugo Chavez or the, uh, all these leaders, they don't care about the little people. They only care about themselves. And look what happened. 
See, because everybody goes look at socialism, socialism because the government, government, government. No, socialism is wrong because there is no ethics to it. There is no morals to what they do. You know what I mean? Like in uh, Venezuela, it's supposed to be a religious country. Everybody's Catholic, da, 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 da. You know, like Louis Pasteur mm-hmm. was Catholic. You know, uh, and, and, you know, how come the French are successful? Because they aren't like Louis Pasteur. He cared about everybody. That's why he was curing diseases. So I don't want to say God gave him that knowledge, but somehow, some way he was, because dude, Pasteur did things. Like when you really think about it, it's kind of like, how did Moses know? How did Pasteur know? Dude, no one did it before. It's easy to do what, like I could easily work and build upon Pasteur. Sure, sure. Because he already kind of laid the foundation (laughs) for it. uh, How did he, you know what I mean? It's like, man, but you know, like the myth, I mean, I don't know, but the story is Pastor was like Da Vinci always talking to God. (laughs) Yeah, And that's not crazy. That's not crazy. You know? No, no, but see, but the thing is it, it, you know, how do we know? You know what I mean? Like I, I, that's the point is it might be crazy, but I, but man, it's hard to argue because you know, you got, darwin and jesus we don't know what his like god that's if that's not the biggest pile of dung you've ever seen it's amazing hey, first of all i gotta but, say and, and i got feedback from people the fact that you're cleaning up your language is a good thing i, I get these like southern baptist <laughs> ladies writing me it's like professor Drake curses too much keep keep talking yeah no but no i, I try you know, that. i think but, they do too <laughs> No, but because the thing is like this, like, and I've always, I was taught this, like cursing is always like, if you don't know how to articulate, you know, you're not using your brain, but then see, but when I get emotional, I just no, curse because, you know, but because it's like, because you know what, I feel like my whole life was wasted because I, I feel like I, if I would have listened to like my coach way back in the day, I probably would have been like a really good, but then again, I probably would have had the God complex and I've been really evil. So I don't know. It's it's hard to go back in time. But anyway, so going back to Venezuela. Okay, so Venezuela is a country filled with Christians. Sure. Right? But why are they failing? If and it's because they're not really Christian. Like a lot of people, and this is why I never believed in Christians, because most Christians lie. But it was weird because the only Christian who was ever honest was the guy who made me who I was today. And I didn't know that until just recently, which is sad. I hope the guy's still alive. But that said, but this is the thing. I believe that, um, that, okay. So Jesus gave everybody a second chance. This is why like, God, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to say it, but uh, so here's the thing. Jewish people, Muslim people, how they believe is totally wrong. They're twisted out of their head. And that's why we have all these problems today in today's wars, in today's problems, Mm -hmm. because their faith and how they do things is so twisted. And so they don't really understand. Um, I don't want to say they don't understand Jesus, because I'm pretty sure like this is not a secret. It's a secret to me because I never knew. But these people, these leaders, all these grand muftis in the Middle East, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu, all of these people, you know, like all of like Harvey Weinstein, all of these great Jewish mm-hmm. leaders, they know all of this right. already. So what I'm saying, like they know, 
And, uh, but anyway, so long story short, the Jewish people, they're insane. Not because I'm anti-Semitic. No, no, I think people listening have enough rational thought. They understand what I'm saying. Because I want to like do a lot of pretext. So I'm not saying let's kill the Jews or kill the Muslims. I'm not saying any of this stuff. But there is a reason why we are going through proxy wars. There is a reason why we have what we have in Venezuela or in Libya or in Syria. It's because the Jewish people did not understand that story of Jesus and the money changers when Jesus was angry. Because the thing is like this. See, now, remember we talked about, and because I'm telling you now, there is something great about Noah and Enoch, right? So Jesus, not Jesus, God killed all the people he created on the sixth day. He literally wiped them out that day. And, for, and he was going to kill everybody, but for some odd reason, Enoch persuaded God to spare Noah. All right? So, anyway, everybody believes that's where the story ends. Like, all the Jewish people, all the... That's why everybody's so violent. Like, oh, yeah, let's throw some gay dude off the building because he's gay. You don't do that to a gay dude. You know why? You, they don't understand. You're not supposed to do that. Same thing with the... Uh, uh, with the you know, if you disagree with the Jew, you know, like the hardcore Jews, like the ones dressed in black with the curly beards, they'll kill mm-hmm. you. You know, you go to Israel to those ultra religious places, they will kill you the same way Muslims will kill you. Now, Jesus, on the other hand, he didn't kill those money chains. He gave them a second chance. Jesus is all about giving people second chances. And that's the point. See, in economics, he gave people a second chance. You're supposed to give people a second chance economically. Right. See, a lot of these, and see the Christian leaders, I don't think they understand that either. Like, you see, uh, and I'm not, because I know, like, I don't know Joel Olstein personally, but I do yeah, know yeah. his work. He does good work. But because he, like, because here's the thing, I'm, I'm a, after talking to this lady, I, and then with what I remember, the money changer story, I believe this capitalism is supposed to be free markets but at the same time you have to look out for the weakest person like you got to take care of your retards you got to you know all them people like if you can't take care of the retards you are not doing your job economically because look as a we're not animals we're supposed to like that's what makes right we look out for people like that and i think that what's spurring your thought if you don't mind me saying this i think that lady gave you that perspective right because yeah right for the first time the money in itself was not necessarily just to create more capital or growth but she was like i guess charitable to her causes right but see but this but is what, no, this no, real quick but right reason why people go well that makes no sense right don't you just want to make money i think that there's a difference between being charitable for a cause but it may not always make sense in economics that's the kicker it doesn't always make sense but you do it anyways that's where that's where that yeah. that whole aspect of well if you really helped out the poor right are you really getting anything in return implicitly yes it may not seem like it but that's the thing is people are like well why would you do that you're not going to get your return on your investment it's not about that (laughs) no but it's not but see but here's the thing even if you lose all your money 
you're going to get it back. And if you don't believe that you're going to make money again, man, something's wrong with your brain. Something's totally wrong with your head. But here's, but here's the thing that really got me thinking. Because I hate to say this, like, because I don't want to sound like the racist dude all the time. But, but okay, so you got the uh, Jewish people. So look at blacks in today. Look at Baltimore today. How many black look? Blacks are at the bottom everywhere. They just star, except for in Nigeria. But beyond that, but then I believe the Nigerians will fall again based on history. But um, but look at how blacks blacks are the first ones to have the word of God or something like that. They turn their back on God. What happened? They totally look at them. Look at us. Just look at us. Just look at how we are as black people. Because, but what what happened? We, you know, we were freed from as from slavery, but we turned our back from what Jesus and that money changing story was all about. Because think about it. Back in the eighteen hundreds, did blacks honestly help the Italians, or did they start lynching them? They lynched them. That's the thing. It's like, come on, and like some of the things, like because here's the thing: slavery ended. It ended based on. Because I know people aren't going to agree with this, but I know without a doubt, and every black person knows this. Black historians all know this. White ones might say, oh, no, it was this and that. But no, it was the spirituals. It was the Christian songs that the black people sang and the white people involved in the Underground Railroad, like the blacks and whites working together. Those Christians sang those songs, but the fake Christians, like you see in Venezuela, went over their head. They did not understand what was going on because they didn't know because they don't see. Cause like, if you're a real, like, I believe if you understood what Jesus was saying, you would know that slavery was wrong. (laughs) You just know it because you can't have free labor. You just can't. And and, uh, there's no such thing as free labor. It's just, come on, that's wrong. But that said, um, so, you know, blacks, turn their back on God how many times? Yeah, and they were the first ones to get it based on Genesis because, you know, I guess, you know, the Ethiopians got it. And look, and they just never, nobody ever paid attention. But that was the thing. So let's look at the, the Jewish people, the white Jews. They, and they're still at the top economically, but guess what they go through every single day? They face the threat of elimination because again they don't understand the second chance aspect right. See, it was like you know like will there ever be peace in the middle east like no because they're muslims and jews don't and and you hate to say things like this but they will always like they're gonna fight until they wipe each other out because they don't understand the concept of turning the other cheek like what does that mean to turn the other cheek does it mean to be like all gay no it's not, it's like the opposite of gay because like that one guy, my, my, my coach, he wasn't gay and he wasn't womanizing, but he was strong as an ox and he was very charitable. Like he opened up his home to us. He had his people give us rides. Like, dude, they would drive us back and forth to LA to San Jose, you know, for track meets or whatever that we needed. And, uh, and, but that's what real men do. And see, was he poor? Was he broke? No, he was taken care of. He had a house. They had houses in LA. They had houses in the Bay. And Venezuela 
they don't understand that concept. The Jewish people don't understand that concept. The concept of when you're making, like you got to make as much money as you possibly can. Sure. Right. You have to, but you have to do it the right way without taking advantage of other yeah. people. And that's the, that, and that's why socialism is so strong because socialism is based on the government or anybody taking advantage of another group of people. That's how it's done. See, Jewish people, they believe that only that they're the chosen ones. So, you know, if you're not really a Jew, guess what? This and, and same thing with the Muslims. If you're a Muslim, guess what? We got to kill you because, you know, you're the enemy or you're uh, an infidel sure. or whatever. And that's not how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be thinking about life with the second chance concept. So in Baltimore, or I, and I'm not from Baltimore, but growing up, when we were doing our crimes and being chased with people with guns, how come they never shot us? Because they were giving us a second chance. <laughs> you know what I mean? They gave us, well, not, they gave us tons of chances because no one ever yeah. shot us. You know, they might have shot up in the air. But they didn't actually us, shoot you to but, kill you or anything. It was just to give you another... Yeah, but they were giving us a second chance. That's the whole point. See, the whole money changer thing was about second chances. He gave him a second chance to, and, and, and instead of like bringing a flood down and killing everybody, he gave everybody a I second I really think chance. that you should dive into to, you know, Jesus' ministry and the Gospels a little bit more because you'll find that this concept of second chances is universally paralleled because it's the idea that we're all bad people were born bad like that's the thing we are all born with sin as you call it. i don't want to make this hyper conservative or religious here but the idea is that 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 act right there is echoed several times throughout and you'd be interested in that because it's the same thing with a women woman who committed adultery in the bible right and the, the punishment this is what the jews did the punishment by law for that was death by stoning and to the point where there's a no, there's a point in the Bible where, where the like the so-called Pharisees actually bring this woman to Jesus and say, "Hey, this woman was caught in the act of adultery, and we got to kill her, right?" And Jesus's first instinct was, well, the, the, what he actually said was, "Let he who is without sin cast the first stone." And and <laughs> they still do that in Israel to do. They were throwing rocks at us. <laughs> Why those? Yeah, but but what I'm saying is that example of the second chance is embodied there as well. Because you have to think about that time too. If you were caught in adultery, you were executed, right? And and yeah. this is coming from Jesus, who's supposed to be all about goodness and sinless and righteousness. And this is a prost not a prostitute. Well, a prostitute, some, but and a woman who was caught in the act of adultery. It was the same thing with a widow. Dude, widows back then, oh man, this is before social, before people took care of each other, like the Christian way, before yeah. churches, man, if you were widowed, whew, and you had no man, like it's, that's just, you, you got a bad hand, like that sucks, because you can't work. But you know what's kind of yeah. weird? Like just, because you made me think about this, but isn't that kind of weird, like how, uh, like, Moses was like the first one with the word, and then Jesus was the second one yeah, with the word. That's how it works. You know what I mean? Isn't that kind yeah. of weird? <laughs> like, and then, like, and they were like, ah. Oh. Anyway, but that that's just weird. Like, yeah. I mean, I start thinking about numbers like that. But yeah, that's a weird thing. Like, first coming, the second coming. 
I don't know any of that stuff, but that's just weird. But anyway, so going back to what you're saying, no, but it's not that it's not really ultra religious. It's just a real like if you just look at it from a philosophical point of view, just philosophy. Every Christian leader, and this is what and this is why I'm, I want to bring this up because I, I this is really more about Christian leadership than it is about me reading the sure, Bible because sure. dude I am not yeah keep going because like because like I'm, no but I'm being honest I'm the type of person if I become a leader I'm taking advantage of women it's just that's why I can't be a leader but that said real Christian leaders a real leader should honestly understand the the, the Christian one that Jesus philosophy yeah. on economics right. and the law they really should understand because i i know because the whole thing about hate crimes that's fake but all but intent really is important so there is a difference from hate crime and really understanding somebody's mm -hmm. heart and and knowing like why their deeds because the thing is like this i believe jews are like this <laughs> see jews are the types of people who are well-intended, but they're going to go to hell. So there's a saying, the road to hell is paved with good intentions because they mean to do good, but they, they don't want to, well, I want to say white Jews, mm -hmm. black Jews. I think they're going to hell for other reasons, but, but no, cause if you ever met a black Jew, like those black Hebrew Israelites, <laughs> the ones that antagonize you, know, you and yell things at you from market street. Come on, man. Like, if just, yeah, you know, well, they're going here's to hell. the deal though. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. I want to remark on that for a second, because here's the deal. At no point did Jesus say intent nor your actions will get you to heaven. It's all about faith, right? That's the, that's the deal. That's, no, see, I don't know that. That's what you got to explain. I don't have, see, when you tell me crap like that, it just goes over my head. I'm thinking, man, I don't know anything about that because it makes no sense. Like, because you just can't have faith to fix things. You just can't. Because, like, look at Venezuela. All those people had faith. But because they're dumb as, like, I'm lucky to be smart. I, like, I'll give all the credit to God for that because if it wasn't for my smarts, I'd be like a, another Venezuelan or another Mexican or another Somalian just, you know, just dying, waiting for yeah. handouts. But but here's the thing, like, seriously, like, faith, like, it can't just be faith. Like, I'm telling you now, it, it's because, see, you're lucky that your faith is real. Like, you got, I don't know why. But for whatever reasons, you understand what Jesus was talking about. But these other people, like in Venezuela, uh, they don't like what well, they have to understand. Like, okay, like, cause I, well, I just literally said, if I was a leader, like a Christian leader, I know I'd be taking advantage of women because that's, you know, that's my nature. I'm a bad man. So I can never be a leader, nor would I ever want to be one because, you know, I got to stay in my own little ranch and just, be left alone uh but now see i believe someone like you should be a politician why because i know you will do good and and and, and you know but now if you got another leader let's say like anybody from arizona that you could easily beat all of those people they're doing it to make themselves look good 
And then in order to look good, you got to jump from one issue to the other issue. Like, oh, yeah, how do you feel about abortion? Well, you know, this and that. It, you, you know what you I mean? Like, they, yeah, they're flip-flopping are, all day long. Do. But that every Paul, even even what's his face, uh, yeah. Ted Cruz, even oh, he yeah, flips yeah, flops yeah. because he's a man of power. He understands the Constitution. He's a lawyer. He knows these things, but yet he does nothing. Because look, what have they done to stop, you know, Venezuela? What have they done to bring solutions to any? Like, why in the hell are they even messing around in other countries? I, I'm if I you know, were like, if we, I were in power, well, I've actually told people a lot of this. It's not very in a popular opinion, but I'd cut foreign aid. To somebody's country, yeah, Hell no, yeah you but would. you you say that like cut foreign aid to Israel, people lose their heads, right? And I, I'm serious. I would do that. I would take America to more of an isolationist sovereign state, literally. I mean, maintain military for security, but but like, yeah, stop okay. messing around in Libya. Stop messing around in these other countries. Why do you need to go and dethrone other dictators? And think like that's the thing. America thinks it has its it has it has a savior complex. A savior complex where the intention unfortunately supersedes the action, which leads to inaction. That's what I like to say because it's kind of like, well, you know, we're helping them out by, you know, getting rid of communism in Vietnam or Saigon back then, right? And then now it's just like, well, you've got all these dictators like Gaddafi and all that in these countries. So we're just going to go in and and do it our ways because, and that's the thing. I, in a weird way, that is, it's, it's, unchristian of you it, it actually is it is it is it, but that's exactly what i'm trying I to tell you i know like, it is you don't go messing around with other people and, and not that if you don't believe in our thing we're gonna bomb you that that's that's that that's a form of yeah that that's not that's not what we're called to do you don't you don't go and like what you described with the jews and the muslims in the middle east fight each other and kill each other for that no really that is not the goal here you don't go there and bomb people because they have belief systems that are different. But I know that the, the, the road there is, you know, it's for resources, it's for power, it's for leverage. It's what our government does. It's the only reason we, we stake our claims out there. You know, but it's funny, though, because because you have that opinion, like, because because uh, I've heard Mark. I don't say it because I know it, even for conservatives, dude, like all these all these people that lobby for foreign aid. I, I'm not for it. I'm not for it. No, but see, but here's the thing now. Now, Mark Levin, I heard him say this the other day. He would be against what you said because he, and he's a conservative. He's like the conservatives conservative. So he would say, what's up with all these code peak Republicans who are like now anti-war? But here's the thing. And this is, and he's a Jew. Wait, Mark Levin's a Jew? <laughs> oh, yeah. See, Levin's a Jewish name. <laughs> So, but that's my point. So here's the thing. Jewish people, they lust for war. And, and I believe that God punished them for that. Look, and I'm telling you now, if you look at the history of the black people, what are they good at? Fighting. They've always been a fighting people. They, I mean, you go anywhere. It's always a mess because they never learn to turn the other cheek. That's important because you know what? And I, I hate to admit this because I always like to think of myself as like this super strong, un, you know, ton, but dude, you know how many times I had to rely on other people's mercies for not killing us? <laughs> because sometimes you just take a beat. I'm thinking, oh, please let these guys have mercy on yeah. us. <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Because, but then, you know, just, just, uh, I would always assess 
And I always like, if they have a faith in Jesus or something, like you could always talk, you know, like you could always talk, you know, talk yourself out of a good beating <laughs> because they're always, you know, some, some way, somehow, you know, like deep down inside of a Christian, they don't like violence because, you know, cause you know, like my brother is like one of those born again, but then see, I don't like talking to him cause he's just way too Christian. You know what I mean? But I remember my, my brother was built like an ox just and that some dude just hit him just with a with a full-blown yeah. ring and everything and my brother's head didn't even move didn't even fight back he was mad but you know like serious like uh if if he wasn't with that one his you know wife at the time he would have just went crazy because i know my brother uh but now my brother just like whatever and he was like yeah it's not a big deal and just walked off you know what i mean and uh but uh yeah but anyway um yeah, my, my brother's crazy. Like, because uh, like the thing is, like, like most Christian dudes, I find really off-putting. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> no, but I'm, no, I don't no, find you I, off-putting. But I actually, but... I actually know exactly the types of people you're talking about, like overly scripture-heavy and all that kind of stuff. And I get it, but I'm like that too. But I know that if you want to talk to people about Christianity, you don't do it through shoving it down their throats it has to be and you're going to agree with me on this it has to be through your actions intentions is bs like because because yeah. christians yeah. that are in politics have good intentions or so they say but actions are the most important thing like i was always told you know even by my dad a long time ago it's like dude you really think people are going to read the gospels you know just because you tell them to no they're going to see it through your actions. They're going to see how you treat other people. And then they're going to go, well, what makes you so different? This is what makes me different. That's, that's how it works. And I think that that's how true Christianity is. is through your, it's, it's your mindset, but it's also how you act. Because everybody has this, and I hate to say it, but it, these Christians have this holier-than-thou type attitude, right? Where it's like, yeah, you got good intentions, but your no, actions say otherwise. I mean. Funny. Okay, but but here's the thing. I'm not kidding. This is uh, but don't take this as a compliment. This is just a fact. Okay, so my brother he doesn't understand the Bible. He read it tons of times, but he does not understand it. He doesn't have the ability to understand because, I mean, dude, it's complicated. The book is complicated. I don't know why, but for some reason, you can understand it. There's very few people I have met that can understand what is written in that book. It is a complicated, complicated book. And I honestly don't believe it was intended for everybody to read. <laughs> I'm convinced that it was a, like a secret book that only very few people could read so they could decipher and then use those philosophies or those lessons or the laws and apply it the right way. Because now you got tons of people who don't understand it you know, interpreting it in their way, using it to their own purposes, to fit their own needs, which is why we got Jim Jones or that other cult we talked Nexium, about the other day. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, like they don't get it. They don't understand. Like, because, you know, from the previous hour, we were talking about, uh, you know, men and, and, you know, boys and this and that feminization. But here's the thing. Women are masters of all uh, not masters they're a jack of all trades which means they're good at a lot of like remember how we're talking about multitasking men can't right. multitask but women can 
but women and i hate to say this but i'm going to but women cannot master anything you know what i mean i mean this might sound crazy but hold on women can be extremely good at that but not really because think about this and like, what about all these female surgeons and stuff like that yeah but you know but believe it or not the top of every field will be a whole group of men and then you'll see like like the top 50 top surgeons maybe one or two are women not because of this or that because we've had female there is no glass ceiling right. to break based on ability men dominate in the fields of surgery why because you know women are a jack of all trades they're built for multitasking when you're multitask you cannot master one thing so now for leadership for some odd reason it says the bible this is from the bible but i get it like i totally understand why women aren't supposed to be preachers because it's so freaking hard to understand that bible it's not easy and so no but think about this if you're gonna have a kid and all this other stuff and come on you don't got time for that you don't got time to master the bible if you got to raise some bratty kids you just don't so you know i know people are like oh this nigga what the fuck's he talking about but it's the truth it's like women see that's why there's an illusion that women can master something but that because like men can't multitask men are not good like i won't trust a guy who's good at two things because i know he can't do it <laughs> you know what i mean it's like come on now it's either you know what i mean it's like you can't you can't do those things you just can't stick to what you're good at you know and master it and that's the thing and it's like but people don't want to master anything they want to be like oh i'm doing this oh i'm doing no very few people like and i mean very few there's like maybe 50 people on this planet that can master two or two or three things at once. Cause look at Dr. Ben right. Carson, for whatever reason, he is a neurosurgeon. He's a master at that. But as a politician, yeah, fuck he's mediocre. I, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and I and think, I think that as I get older and I start to develop myself, you know, personally, <laughs> you know, in my growth, I find that that's more and more the case where I think that our culture kind of shows us that you you know you get the shiny object syndrome where you just want to do a lot of different things and the the problem with that is and this is consistent over time it's actually very evident in college students who are indecisive it's true you can just look at this right as opposed to a trade where it's focused so here's the here's here's the point i'm trying to make and i think you would you would understand this because of that what are we also pushing forward when you have a lot of choices and you learn a lot of different stuff, like say college, you get a degree and it's kind of in one thing, but it's kind of a mixture of a lot of things. You actually get mediocrity because that's yeah. actually what the end goal yeah. is, is if you're too diversified, right? The only thing that needs to be diversified and doing well is your money. But for you as a person, yeah, stay, <laughs> no, really, if you focus 100% of your energy and you become the master of one thing, of one thing that is what you do, that is your strength. That's all you need, man. Because we all got weaknesses, but I think our culture right now trains us. And it's true. This is true. You look at Clifton strengths, you look at personality tests, like really, like they teach you in school 
to like work on your weaknesses to the point where you spread yourself too thin as a jack of all trades. But what happens as a result is mediocrity. You don't excel at anything. Yeah. Whereas now what people are taking is like, okay, if you just can't do this because it's just not you, then go all out, like go full force with one as, as opposed to being half pregnant on five other things. You see? And well, but it goes back to my point. See now, and uh, you're going to say something weird probably, but don't say thank you. But it goes back to my point for whatever reasons you have a mastery of, well, I don't know if it's a mastery, but dude, I've never seen anybody like it. Like, cause dude, I've never seen anybody at your age try to kick porn or anything up. But dude, I'm telling you now, you have some sort of innate ability to understand I don't even know where it comes from, but you have this ability to understand, you know, the Bible. And for those reasons, I am convinced you have to be a politician and you have to understand business and you have to uh, be like, I know you're going to succeed at business. I know you're going to understand excel at economics because you understand the point of being making as much money as much as humanly possible but at the same time you also understand that we have to take care of the retardeds we have to be take care of the mentally ill the crazies like seriously there's two people that are you know that will never understand the bible the crazies and the retarded they'll never understand it they will never understand economics they will never understand family they will never understand a lot because they're retarded or they're crazy and it's up to somebody with your ability to make it so everybody else is not affected by the weak because that's why socialism always takes hold because you know what these retards and crazy people in san francisco dumping all over like literally taking poops on the streets yeah literally yeah. I, I was there that's a big and, but the thing is it affects the people like look if i'm a regular joe blow and whether i'm a christian jew muslim buddhist i don't care I'm going to get sick because there's a pile of poop that I just stepped in and it has E. coli or whatever, enterococci, whatever it is, it's in there. I got sick from this stupid retard. I'm mad because I'm sick. So, of course, you know, you're going to beat them up or treat them badly. And then, or you look to the government for this type of help. And that's the thing. It, it, it's when the christian leaders who run this country fail we start to take advantage or get angry and want to kill these people like literally man boom and just start pounding somebody and when you're weak and you're beating them up they're gonna die from their injuries and you know but this, it was self-defense or this or that and that's why like nobody understands like what socialism really is. Socialism is a, and I believe this, this lady was not, I mean, I don't know if it's deep, cause I did, I don't know stuff about that, but you were telling me something about it when it seems true to me, I guess. But if demons are real and all these alien beings that are evil are real, I believe it because I see it in socialism. I see it in progressive mm -hmm. cities. Dude, like how, how can a guy play with his penis more than playing with his gun to understand that this is not a taser. Yeah, that blew you know my what mind I mean? when you brought that up. How is that even yeah. possible? 
How is that even possible? Because these dudes don't understand the very philosophies that made it possible for them to do. Like it's up to the Christian, because think about it. Do you have a fake Christian leader like Peter Judge who's going to say all these crazy things instead of knowing the truth about what the Bible's really saying? You know what I mean? And that's the problem. It's like, one, people don't understand that all of our economic systems was literally invented in the Bible. That's right. <laughs> it is. I mean, MLMs no from other, Jesus and... Yeah, dude, but it's it's not just the whole element. Okay, so he did multi-level marketing. <laughs> he also did, uh, you know, like honest to God charitable work. That's right. But he also was amassing wealth through uh, not just through multi-level marketing, but he was also able to amass wealth through uh, uh, sovereign principles of you know getting trade for services without money. So like he understood the value. I mean, because he did both. Like, dude, like, how can he do both? It, it, but it's insane. Like, he was like, dude, it's amazing because it's like Sarah Breedlove, Madam C.J. Walker. She was a hardcore Christian. She understood multi-level marketing. And like, I don't, she's not given credit sure. for starting yeah. MLM. I believe she was the first person in this, because they say it came later. But if you look at her business model, she was the very first yeah. one doing it. Not Avon, not Mary Kay, not any of those people. Not not the other ones, Amway, none of those people. It was her. She was the very mm -hmm. first one. But her downfall was her lack of charity. Right. And that's what ended up getting her in the end. Uh, her family, not her, her personally, she was charitable, but her family. It, it's because, it's because when so you get to the point where you're down and out, right? Especially when it comes to generational wealth, that actually inevitably happens. You have to remain that way, you know? Like, in my opinion, Paris Hilton's only got 10 years left. I'm just, it, it, 10 years yeah. tops. Like, that, that money is, if she has kids, it's gone. Like, it's just, it, yeah, because her because she yeah. was lucky that she was able to turn it around, but I don't think her kids are going to well, turn it Well, that's what around. I'm saying. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. I'm just reiterating what you're saying. Like, yeah, that's exact. No, you're right. Because, see, here's my thing. I believe your dad gave you your faith, but then your faith and your understanding is probably a lot better than your dad's. Uh, because I don't think your dad was this knowledgeable at his age. He didn't, at your he age. didn't become a Christian until he was in his thirties too, mid thirties. Yeah. See, no, but it's dude, I'm telling you now, like I believe that. Well, anyway, I, cause I don't want to get into 20s, this weird, like, yeah. no, no, it just sounds weird. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but the thing is just like man of CJ Walker, Paris Hilton, the children are always better than the parents, but only if the parents are able to instill that seed Agreed. in them. Because if you look at Venezuela, you look at Baltimore, it is an absolute mess. Why? Because it's a bastardization of Christianity. It's not real Christian uh, ideology. Right. And broken or, families yeah, without ideology. the parents to make the kids better. Well, not even just that. It's like, come on, in Venezuela, they don't help their own poor. They kill them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just what they do. It's like, it's not like, dude, Venezuela is like any other African country, even though it's in South America. But, it, dude, South America is like Africa. It's just a bunch, it's just a bunch of crazies running around 
And uh, like those drug lords, they all c claim to be Christian, but dude, they ain't helping nobody but themselves. <laughs> this is how it, you know, so it's in the Bible. It's like, dude, you guys believe like the Jewish people. You know, it, it's just, it's just, that's not how it's done. And again, everything I'm saying is not anti-Jew. It's just, I'm just talking about their philosophies. The philosophies of Jews is not good. It's not correct. There's a lot to learn. There's good things, but ultimately it will lead to destruction because you have to be able to be merciful. You have to be forgiving. You also have to be mm -hmm. charitable, but you also have to know how to make money. Right. Seriously. And usually, and, and usually some people money. always like, and that's the problem. I, I know you agree with this with even some Christians, right? It's like they know how to do all those good things, but some of them don't know how to make money. And some of them don't know. <sighs> Dude. They don't. They expect there the are handout. Some there are, but it's they're few and far between. Dude, like every black guy is a Christian, but they want handouts. That's the problem with the Christians is they want handouts. Dude, it's like, come on, what, what happened to the the heart, you know, like the Sarah Breedloves of the world? What happened to the Christians who used to be like proud to be rich and and and, and just yeah. like boom. Well, well, but well, they weren't so proud about being charitable, but they're proud of like looking good and having a good family. Like, you know what I mean? And, and they would, you know, like there's nothing wrong with flaunting your wealth. There isn't, you know what I mean? But at this, but, but that's, I mean, maybe they should be proud about being charitable because a lot of times Christians give and nobody knows. And that's why they think they're just greedy bastards. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know it, what it, I mean? It comes down to the question of if you're being charitable, right? Are you being charitable because it's hip to be charitable? Because you want to win, I guess, the so-called praise of man? Or is it to actually help people and glorify your father in heaven? Like that, that's the, the question, right? Because a lot of people are like, I mean, hey, man, if you got, if you're Bill Gates, dude, and you start the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation where you do a lot, hey, and that, that, that's like people look at it and go, wow, these are rich people and they're just giving so much money to other people. So they must be good people. But here's the thing. When you're at the point where you're Bill Gates and you basically just have stupid amounts of money, like it's like it doesn't even, yeah. it, it doesn't even put a dent in you. So we have to always kind of think about that too. It's like for who's... Well, but, but here's the problem with Bill Gates is that he's not in charge. Because this reminds me of Dane Cook. Dane Cook made millions and millions and millions mm -hmm. and millions, right? He let his brother handle his finances. <laughs> his brother ripped him off, stole all his money. And his brother is now in prison over this. Same thing with Bill Gates and his charities. He lets other people run his charities and oh, the yeah. charitable work. If it's work other people running a charity, <laughs> tax deductible stuff. See, and that's my point. See, this is what Christians don't get. They got to do no, it. No, no, you're absolutely they don't right. Like, that's do why it. when I think of charity i don't think oh well i give 40 grand a year to the american heart association no you pedal your butt and make sandwiches and go actually help in your community it's not about i gave so much money to people around the world or i gave money to haiti we all know where the money from haiti went bill clinton took it all yeah so that's the thing. or you could do a charity like salvation yeah. army and you that's what you do you know you, sure. you take the money start industry well, start businesses why and do people boom. also feel like they gotta give money to all these so-called you know christian organizations because i'll be honest I, i'm not you're not wrong it's corrupt instead of just 
No, Salvation Army's not corrupt. No, 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 I mean, no, no, no. I, they're probably corrupt, about, like, but they're good. I, I like hope it. for Haiti was that, that, that. Oh, dude, that was bullshit. <laughs> I mean, you, you know everyone that knows bullshit. that. That's why I didn't give any money. But the thing is, there's nothing stopping people because I think this is where we can meet in the middle. Christians who are wealthy and affluent start your own, be in charge of it. Don't just be putting money into it. But this goes back to what I said earlier. Take action. Good intentions are not enough to win you favor in this country. If you really want to help the community. And like when you talk about politics, man, my dad even told me this. He said, don't run for office. You know why? You don't know anything about the people in the district you represent. You've never helped any poor people here. That's my goal. Is, is you can't just yeah help yeah. them. Once you learn to help and, them, and here's you the do thing it. that's more important also with politicians, right? If you help your community and you're truly a representative of your district, guess what? They will back you in the good times and the bad times. They're not going to sell you out because maybe you said one thing and CNN decided to tear you apart. That that's. And that's actually how it's supposed to work because now you have given not just your resources, but also your time and yourself. That's the important thing. Yourself to other people. Oh. Oh. Right. So, so exactly. as a result, if you make a comment like, okay, I don't agree with transgender rights and everybody goes, whoa, your community is going to be like, dude, we know who he is. We're going to vote for him anyways. He helped me move my refrigerator or he helped you know, me when my child got sick. That is what being being a Christian is about. It's not about yeah. your good works. See, that's everybody Celebrate voting for your Trump. good works. It's like that's not the point. You, road to hell paved with good intentions. Talk about good intentions. It's not about intentions. You got to get out there and actually do it. You see. Well, it went terribly wrong, but I intended to do well. That that's seriously that's 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 what it means because it always leads to hell, and that's what socialism is. It's hell. Everybody intends to do well, but it, it literally leads to death and destruction, suicidal behavior, uh, <sighs> just death. Cops, the thing about it, cops killing people who are unarmed because, you know, they, Jesus, like when you really think about the mess that we're in, it's going to take a lot to get out of it. But the solutions are simple. The solutions are simple as hell. But it's going to take a lot of work to get out of it. And, you know, in a nutshell, the solution is this. And I think this is a good ending point. The solution is people honestly need to understand what Jesus was saying in that money-changing story. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I think no, you bring up a real good point. I'm even going to go back and read that. I mean, I never read it, but I'm almost positive, <laughs> you know, talking to you, talking to that lady, watching what's happening in Venezuela, watching what's happening in, in Libya, in Syria, all over the Middle East. I am convinced without a doubt that Jesus had some kind of, you know, I don't want to say a meaning to it, but there was a lesson to be learned with that money changing story, like about giving chances, being charitable, being all these things, being rich. Like he doesn't care. Like go do make all the money you want. Just do it the right way. Don't take advantage of people. Remember we talked about that too mm -hmm. in Venezuela. We, if we made all American companies and all foreign companies franchise out to every country. So no more can you just be a company and you know just use another country for cheap labor 
you can't do that. From now on, what we should do is like with Coca-Cola, you know, you make the Cokes in Venezuela and you can only sell it in that country, only the people there. But then you still pay a franchise fee. You know, every year you cut Coca-Cola 10% off. You limit how much they can make. You know, and, and why? Because you got to let the other people in those other countries right. develop themselves. Their economies cannot they yeah. have to do it. And, but see, but that's why Jesus was the multi-level marketer because that's how you do it. Like you allow these people and then they start to understand what Jesus meant. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I get it. Boom, 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 boom. Now that they see how it's supposed to be done, now they can start doing their own businesses and, you know, they don't have to rely on an American franchise or a German franchise. They could do their own products based on, you know, because the thing about patents and stuff like that, I got it. The inventor should always get something mm -hmm. for it. You know what I mean? Like the guy who invented the telephone or the guy who invented uh, the internet. Yeah, they should get something for it. But, I, you don't need every single penny. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't need a trillion dollars. That's not, you know, is a thought really worth that much money? It's just an idea. I mean, in all honesty, it was probably found in nature anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like, so I get it, but patents are inherently a little evil when it's ex like, cause it always leads to exploitation of other people. So if you have a patent on something, you have uh, the ability to go ahead and create a monster, uh, a monster war where it's led by a proxy type of person <laughs> pulling the strings behind closed doors. And that's why I kind of like Savage too, because although he might be Jewish, but I, I, something about Savage is special because, you know, all his, all his mm -hmm. research, dude, he gave it away for free. He didn't get yeah. paid for that. So everybody, dude, you know how many people made money off of his research? Everyone. Dude, yeah. seriously. And, and although Savage is a millionaire himself and his kid does Rockstar, you, you know, I know. Uh, 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 but uh, I know. <laughs> but it's the truth. You know what I mean? He was still rewarded with a bunch of greatness in his life. Although he's not a Christian himself, he's still... I don't want to say he did Christian philosophy, but from an outsider looking in, it kind of looks like it's a Christian type of philosophy that Savage employed in his own education and given away his yeah. research. You know what I mean? And that's like a Jesus thing to do. Because in theory, Jesus was a Jew. Of course. But he was a special Jew that understood what God was talking about in the Genesis. You know what I mean? Like he honestly understood why those people needed to be destroyed. Right, right. And and they needed to be destroyed because if not, there'd be no planet left. And now we're we're kind of like at the point in today's history where Venezuela is kind of like what Noah was living through, or or because it wasn't really like Sodom and Gomorrah, but it was very it was mm -hmm. economics. It was um, you know, what they were doing to their livestock. It was just a lot like Venezuela's a mess, dude. Like it's insane. Oh my god. But you know, and I look at San Francisco, it's kinda like Venezuela. Dude, I saw some dude last night eating through the garbage. And I'm thinking, man, you know what I mean? It's like, come on, but he was crazy as hell. You know, and like he couldn't even talk yeah. to the guy. 
you know, and I'm thinking, gee, this guy doesn't belong here. You know what I mean? Like he really belongs inside an, a, a hospital. And, uh, but anyway, but again, because like I said, we don't have any leaders. And like, obviously there's no religious, uh, you know, all the leaders in San Francisco are atheists. You know what I mean? They're like me. They're just, you know, they're their own gods. But then we're places where there are like the Christian, like Savage is not a Christian, but he is the best example of a Christian that I know. You and him are the two examples of Christians that everybody should follow. Because think about it. Why did he give it away for free? Because he wanted to help yeah. everybody. And he was rewarded with not just a great, his books, his, his radio, but also in business. He backed, I mean, I'm against the UFC, so that's not Christian. But you know what I mean? Uh, but he backed the UFC. They backed, you know, they, they, they Yeah, yeah, of rich. course. But that's <laughs> the, the idea that it wasn't just about monetary transaction. He knew that with his research, he could be a trailblazer to pop for other people to pioneer things like supplements and all that his son and yeah. alex jones and speaking of alex jones to take it back about that point with that lady just to wrap it up about the demons and everything it if you listen to alex jones in a weird way he explains what that lady may be talking about because he, he talks about that too it's like hillary clinton has got to be demonic to go into the haiti fund and take what is it Three hundred million dollars, and that like yeah. only Dude, only bad people do. Bucks. Like only the truly wicked and spirit do that kind of stuff. Think about how bad no, that but, is. Like it's just no. But people really have to understand that because, <laughs> yeah. like, because you know, it was weird because we were talking about this. Not we, you and me. It was uh, me and somebody else were talking about how people starve to death. Dude, it is, it's a weird thing to see because, like, they get this pot belly, and then when that thing goes, that's it. It's a weird thing to yeah. see. And uh, and you really got to be a special type of evil to just – like, because remember I told you why I don't like fighting. Like, I don't like the UFC because I don't like how they glorify fighting because those guys, when they hit the streets – they think they're invincible. They beat people up, and, and it's just a it's just a wrong message to send. Like, and I, you know, like fighters should just like you should never know. Like the people should never know that you know how to kick ass. Nobody should ever know that, you know, except uh, except for the really bad person, and and that's the only person who should know. But beyond that, nobody should know. But. If he could just sit back and just know someone's going to starve to death, dude, that's like the worst way to die. Like that's because even getting burned to death goes quicker than being starved to death. That is a special, special type of like, it takes a certain mentality to know you're going to let tens of thousands of people die that way. That's insane. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but that's why so many people hate Christian people because the Christians are the richest people and the whole world is starving to death. And, and that's insane. It's like, so, but then, and again, like in Venezuela, oh, we got to do this and that because the people are starving. You guys don't care about that because you guys are creating it through your economic policies. It's not for oil. Like Telsey Gabbard and everybody who believes that if we're fighting for oil, we got the oil already. Russia has the other half. We got the other half. It's not about oil. It's about economic policy it's about fascism it's about socialism it's about christianity 
It really is. It's about evil people stopping Christian leadership. That's what this is all about. And, and this might sound crazy, but it's really true. And I, I would love to debate anybody on this because I'm an atheist. I know this stuff. I know about atheist behavior because I know myself. I know myself better than, you know, it's like, how do I know so much about atheism and socialism and, and communism? Because I would be right. one. I would be the perfect leader. In fact, I could probably do it now <laughs> if I wanted to, but I'm not. I mean, honestly, that was my direction. I was going to be a great, great political leader, da 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 all these things and be a puppet master. But now I know it's wrong because like I never really, you know, because it didn't really, I don't know. It's a weird thing. But that said, I yeah. get it. And that's why it, it has to be a, I don't want to say a savage ain't Christian, but it has to be someone like Savage, someone like you that understands the philosophies of what Jesus was saying, because he didn't just say it outright. He didn't write it because it takes, and there's a reason for this. The reason why they do things like that, because they want true leaders to step up. If you can understand it, then you should lead because you're the one that's going to be like what your dad told you. You're going to be the one helping your local communities because if you can't help the local community, you cannot help right. anybody else. You can't. It's an impossibility. Yeah. They look to you as an example to fix their own community because if it worked in one space, it's going to work for others. Just like Hitler looked to uh, and, and, and the people, oh, that's not true. Oh, it's very true. If you look at the other end of the spectrum, Hitler looked to the Grand mm -hmm. Muftis, the Muslim, and they looked to Rudolf Wilson to how to, to destroy Absolutely. the Jewish the people. The Nuremberg Laws came from Jim yeah. Crow and nowhere else. And yeah, exactly. That's that how they did it. Those laws were too racist for his take. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Actually, no, but but that's why he needed the yeah, Grand yeah. Mufti because the Grand Mufti helped yeah, him spiritually. That's, that's, that's <laughs> the thing, man. It's like it's all tied. People are like Nuremberg laws, segregation, which eventually led to genocide. Because if you think about it, if things weren't stopped, right, that is the eventual thing: is death, death of the inferior, death of the weak death of the people who don't have a, a home field advantage. Think about it, right? And like, that's the thing. If, if <clears throat> Hitler had, if Hitler had been stopped earlier with his intentions, then, you know, you could have avoided the Holocaust and that's obvious, but that's, that's the progression of progressivism. It started with, with segregation, yep. with, with Nuremberg laws. And that came right out of Jim Crow. It came right out of the. Well, not just that, but remember without spiritual guidance, he wouldn't have ever done the Nuremberg laws. He knew, he wouldn't yeah. have done it. And we got to remember, if it wasn't for the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem, telling him it's okay, it's okay. Because it takes it's a special okay. kind of evil to <laughs> exactly. But that's how. It, and guess what? To this day, the Muslims have never been punished for World War II. Never. They still have everybody else: Japan, Italy, Germany but not the Middle East. They're still running around with their little proxy wars and even the Jewish people, they're, you know, back, you know, doing their thing, doing all, talking crazy. But that's what thing. Real, see, and remember we talked about that. The Nazi, 
belief was a bastardization of Christianity. It really yeah. was. Because Hitler was a Christian. But because he didn't understand it, he was able to be influenced by a Muslim. And that Muslim cult got into his head. And what did he do? He killed the enemies of the Muslim. That's what he did. That's exactly what he did. And then he used socialism too, because that's that's part of the uh the 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 religious part thing. Of the pitch. And so it's yeah. but but that because you cannot separate yeah. the two. You cannot separate economics from what Jesus was talking about. You can't, it's all the same. Because like people think of it as a religion, but it's not. That book is a book of technology and ways to live your life. That's what it is. I'm telling you now, it's not like, oh, a religion based on, you know, what, what do they call them uh, when everybody's doing right. rituals? It's not about rituals. It's about learning how to how manage to the world. How to live. Yeah, but as a world, as a people together. So because I'm telling you now, based on what I'm reading in Genesis, I honestly believe God really wants us to go to heaven. Some, but not like, uh, no, but not like through death and going, you know what I mean? Like, I honestly think he wants us to figure it out, but in a way, not like in the Tower of Babel way, but in a way when we're working together, kind of like how they used to pray. Because uh, I used to make fun out of them, so I don't remember these prayers, but basically they would uh, pray for everybody else but us. Because, dude, we, 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 like, seriously, in four years, we never lost with my group yeah. and dude we never lost and uh so because you know like a lot of people they they when they hear sports they go oh yeah all those christians praying for this and that i said yeah but my guys you know what my team they never prayed for us they always pray for the other people like oh you know let them you know like whatever you were saying like, i was just too busy laughing and uh but you know but that's why the Samoans are scared of me because they're like, oh my God, he's going to go to hell and da 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 die, keep him away. But, uh, but anyway, my, my point is this. Um, well, going back, thinking about like the Christians from an early life always throws me off. But the thing is like this. Religion, I, I believe we just don't understand it. The Bible is very specific with how we're supposed to live. And we're supposed to go to heaven based on how we take care of the weak and how we succeed. Like, we're supposed to thrive. Like, I believe God wants us to do so well that one day our technology is going to make us go to heaven one day without even dying. You know, like, we'll be able to go there and da-da-da-da-da, and, and because that's what he wants. He wants to be in some kind of weird... I don't know about that, but yeah, okay. Yeah, no, but because but, I know this is like, because this is like a physics thing. Like, like everybody like in, in, in uh, who understands um, like the multiverse or talks about things like that, they believe in these multi-universe. And it says in the Bible that there's all these, like, the heavens, like, that's there's an S to that. So there has to be a multiverse somewhere. And uh, it's the same thing with time bending. So God, you know, allowed this guy to go back 24 hours to go ahead and kill somebody. <laughs> but but the reason for that killing was, you know, because the dude was a bad guy and da-da-da-da-da. But that's my point. 
once we figure out as a because why were we punished because we wanted to do all these things take shortcuts to go uh -huh. to heaven but i don't think we're supposed to take short we're, it's hard work to work with other people different than you or to take care of the weak when they poop on their streets and poop on them like we got to keep them clean how do we keep a guy who poops all the time mm -hmm. clean without getting angry see that's a test from god <laughs> like those are all tests so we're able to do all these great things with tech, but how do we take care of our weak? How do we take care of our animals? Once we do that to his perfection or whatever that he wanted us to do, then it's like heaven on earth. And then we're able to go and then we'll have communications back with God and, and whoever Enoch was talking to, because maybe Enoch wasn't talking to God directly, but he was talking to somebody. Somebody gave Noah mercy. Why did they give Noah mercy? More than just what Enoch said. They were, you know, who are these angels? You know, who are these spirits that everybody's talking to? Who are these yeah. people? So they're, obviously they were good because if we could accept that there's evil people running around controlling Clinton and all these, then there has to be somebody also equally yeah. good. And, if though, and that's what physics is all about. We're trying to figure out where are like what all these like come on time and and this and that like there's so, like my mind will blow up just <laughs> thinking about it but think about it every second we are moving 18 miles and we don't even know it there is some invisible hand moving us 18 miles every second but yet we can define it but we don't understand it once we understand these things i believe we can do things that is only in the bible because some of these things in the Bible de defies all laws of physics, defies all laws of math, but it was done. I know it can be done because it's just, it makes sense. Like when you understand why God moved the time back 24 hours, why God destroyed everybody, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> it really does because, you know, it, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into religion or yeah, my we'll wrap it beliefs up with your or final whatever. Because we got to end this. But well. yeah, no, no, yeah, that was my final thought. Was just we need leaders. Like it's, it's really it falls back down to Christian people. They have to understand what Jesus was talking about in order for us to end this crap in in Baltimore. You know, they don't understand how socialism works through social engineering and through economics. It's a combination yeah. of both. You cannot separate the two. Once you do, you're screwed. Because what happens? Then instead of socialism, you're going to have fascism. Or you're going to have communism. Or you're going to have something. It never works if you take the spiritual philosophies of Jesus out. It just won't. We try the Jewish philosophies, it won't work. Try the Muslim philosophy, it won't work. It will not work. It never does. It never Hmm. does well said, well said. <laughs> yeah well thank you for Those your thoughts professor thought. dragon thank you guys for listening again we'll catch you guys in a later episode uh this week